You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Ricky is a fitness industry expert, having been helping people achieve their fitness goals since 2002. We talk everything fitness, business, and group exercise to help you on your fitness journey. Hello and welcome to the Ricky Long Podcast, the special 32 episodes coming between me and other group fitness professionals spread throughout the UK, Europe and the world. Had so, so much fun delivering these because I truly believe that every group fitness instructor, every group fitness professional has a journey and business that is unique to them but there are so many people that can be inspired and follow in their footsteps you know I love the quote walk you can walk the same path just walk it in your own shoes and throughout this series I hope that it it certainly brings value to you but maybe there's someone someone in your life that you can share these episodes with share the the thoughts and theories that we chat about and maybe be that bridge for someone to start something or maybe you've been a bridge for someone in the past and you can relate to stuff. Uh, But listen, just before we go into these episodes, just want to quickly let you know about other ways just to make sure I you and I are connected in the best possible way. So I do two things which you can get involved with. I do the Ricky Long daily emails. So if you like these podcasts, you can also wake up to some texts from me every single morning. I will send you an email at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. Literally, that content can range massively. It can be fitness content, mindset content, business content. It can actually just be what I ate for dinner the day before. (laughs) Um, so you can find the link for the Ricky Long daily emails in the show notes. Secondly, you also find a link for our open Facebook group, which is called Procrastinating with Ricky and Lindsay. So Lindsay and I run a Facebook group where we just invite anyone and everyone who the vested interest is you're just interested in being in a really, really positive Facebook group environment where you can either learn some stuff or just escape and just chat and connect with people. Uh, so we have daily posts in there, daily tasks, and it's, it is that just connect with other people. So it's called Procrastinating with Ricky and Lindsay. You'll find that on Facebook group. You'll find that Facebook group in the show notes. And like I said, it's completely open to anyone and everyone. Lastly, we have uh, podcast sponsors, which I need to let you know about. We have Jump 4.2, which is my coaching program specifically designed for fit, group fitness enthusiasts. So if you do group fitness classes, if you take part in group fitness classes, if you're an instructor of group fitness classes, this program is designed with you and mind. What we look to do is connect the mindset between your training and nutrition and work towards the goals that we will set out on a one-to-one basis and then you can join in the group process. So we have our own online learning and educational platform that will take you through the 12 weeks we have our facebook group which is where people will hang out it's our private jump 4.2 facebook group where there are over 200 people who have already gone through this and now work to help and support each other and just for these podcasts of 32 and 32 there is a discount code attached 
that will give you a 100 point discount from the advertised price so on the link that will take you straight to that discount if it doesn't the discount code is podcast discount all capital all one word that's podcast discount all capital all one word uh, so you can check that out and there's obviously information for you to read on the show notes and then our biggest sponsor is podium for sport podium for sport are one of northern ireland's top sports retailers uh, they operate right in the center of belfast and they specialize in sports equipment sports products sports clothing for schools commercial gyms and home gym fit outs you can check out their website www.podiumforsport.com you can see them on all the social media platforms podium for sport pretty much just one word and they will pop up they have a massive massive influence and platform on their twitter and their facebook please do check them out and i have a special relationship with putting for sport because they're also sponsoring me on my expedition and my iron man this may 2020 in lanzarote so they're helping me out with a lot of kits a lot of equipment and a lot of support so a personal thank you from me to podium for sports and lastly just before i pass you on to the episode it would mean a lot to me and the podcast guests when you listen to this any feedback you have it means so much um, we love it when you screenshot things and put it on social media especially instagram stories because what that does it helps spread the message even more so if there's something that you like and you can share it with another person it really is the whole point of why i started doing podcasts in the first place but it's really really why i wanted to do these this special 32 and 32 because if you're going to listen to this instructor myself as a group fitness professional and what we're chatting about if it resonates with you it is going to resonate with somebody else who's perhaps in the same position as you so we really really do appreciate it when you like share comment feedback whatever it is means an awful lot that is me done with the introduction. We can now dive in to the great content. Hope you enjoy the Ricky Long Podcast 32 in 32. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Introducing to the podcast is an absolute legend, a huge inspiration of mine. This is a gentleman who has been teaching group fitness classes for a long, long time. I'll let you tell yourselves how long that's been. A man based in Bangor, Northern Ireland, Newton Ords, where he resides, it is the wonderful Alan Turtle. How are you, Alan? I'm super bit, super relaxed. I've just uh, come back from a, a day off in a hotel, so I am chilled. Did did you do one of these spa day breaks? Didn't do the spa day break. It didn't end up that way. Um, Somebody decided to shit in the pool yesterday, so we weren't (laughs) allowed to use a pool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Wasn't you? Wasn't you? I didn't want to go near the pool, so I accidentally... (laughs) This is the best... Yeah, opening of a podcast ever. Absolutely, <laughs> we will not name the hotel either. There's not no. a lot of hotels in Northern Ireland, no. so we can't uh, we no. can't say bad things about them. But it's got a it's got a hex bar in it, and nobody had to buy it, which is great. So <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, 
So for, for anyone yeah. listening, you can already tell that, you know, Alan and I are, are, are quite good friends. We've known each other a long time. Um, so Alan, why don't you introduce yourself to the podcast? Tell people about your fitness business now and a little bit about your backstory. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, some would probably say I'm a bit of a dinosaur of the fitness industry. Um, I started <laughs> after a career in the army and I left and wanted to pursue uh, chasing my dream as in to help people. So I basically left the army. Three days later, I was in uh, Arena, Yorkit, oh, then back in two, 2002. And that's where I started. Um, and I was running between Arena, Yorkit and LA Fitness. So I was doing like a split shift on both yeah. clubs just to try and make money and um, get my foot in the door, to say the least. So I was, I was casual instructor in LA Fitness in Shawsbridge, now known as DW Shawsbridge. Yeah, um, yeah so that's where I started. Um, it was probably a couple of months later, maybe even less. Um, I was told I was doing body combat. <clears throat> so I had no idea what what was entailed. And that, that, that journey was just like, right, I'll just do it because I'm told so- to do it. Was this like 2002, you're doing body combat? That was 2002. 2002. So what, what release did you start on? Uh, uh, it was body combat 18. <laughs> 18. <laughs> yeah. Just to give you perspective and to make you feel old, in 2002, I was mm-hmm. doing my GCSEs. Oh, okay. Okay. You're, <laughs> you're still 24 then? Yeah, even on 24, it's my 24th birthday next month as well, so is there anyone listening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So yeah, um, yeah, rocked up to do body combat. Um, obviously then you didn't have any, you know, you didn't get two weeks notice. You didn't get your, <laughs> you didn't get your, your uh, workout to give you, um, you just rocked up and just go yeah. for it. Um, yeah, so it was an absolute fail. It was just a disaster from start to finish. <laughs> it was. It was just horrible. I didn't. I, didn't, I was just coming from that background of, um, you know, gun ho from the army. Right, this is just. I'm gonna love this, um, and it wasn't to be. It took me a very long time to jail with body combat to learn the choreography. Didn't work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after that, I was put on body pop module again. No experience, no, didn't even take part in a class before it. Um, I rocked up, and that was body pump 41. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I just remember the guy just going, Right, let's do this, put that big weight on there for the squats. And yeah, I was like, What's it's not gonna hurt me? Like, sure, I'm invincible. Nope, yeah. I was just, yeah, left that module for two days, and I really couldn't walk for a week, so it was horrible. So, so there was both 2002, that's when I first started teaching group fitness um, for them two programs. And it took a long time to enjoy them, you know. Okay. So, yeah, to start with, that's the first two programs. <clears throat> and then kind of, I know we're fast forwarding like 20 odd mm-hmm. years here, well, 18 years. You're still teaching now. So what does your teaching look like now? How many classes a week you do? Uh, uh, it's 16 classes a week mm. 16 yeah um, it's very evenly spread of hit training um, group cycling body pump body combat um, I used to teach CX works mm-hmm. no, no longer teach that 
there's nowhere really has a license where I'm teaching it, so um, no need for that, which I, saw, I miss greatly. But uh, yeah, I, I do a lot. I have a couple of days rest where I don't teach, which is really mm -hmm. good. So Friday, don't teach. Sunday, don't teach anymore. Just chose to a non-teaching day. Friday is generally a non-teaching day. If I want to do team teaches or cover a class, I'll keep that free, but only as a last resort. Remember our team teaches on Friday mornings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just a, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just a piss about that. <laughs> oh, they, they give people context. Listen to this. This is back in, in Belong Fitness. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it was my my Friday morning class. And then every now and then, like, you you, you would be there. And we, we, mm -hmm. got, we got to that point where we didn't even mess each other beforehand. It was just like... No. You knew you could come along. I knew you might turn up. It was as yeah. simple as that. And then we both rock up on the stage. It was like, so what? Well, what what do we do? Well, Alan, I'm doing the new release. I'm practicing for quarterly workshops. Uh, and you'd be like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll do something from like Body Pump 60. And you'd pull out Thunderstruck or something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, what? what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, <laughs> what, what the it? fuck's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, I had that moment the other day, actually, I was team teaching with somebody um, they have, that I've actually never teamed up with. Mm -hmm. And it was just the most funniest experience. I just looked at her and went, do you know this one? And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, yes, this is going to be really good if we do this. Like, it's a stupid shoulder roll. I actually think I stole it, might have stole it from Matt Draxton. Oh, yes, yeah. I <laughs> yes, I did. Body pump 63 backtrack shoulder oh, yeah. roll it's the most epic shoulder roll and obviously nobody had an idea and and uh, the girl beside me uh jim robbins you call her um oh, she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she she just i know this i was like okay let's do this and then she just looked and just shook her head <laughs> so it was, it was just it's brilliant it's funny uh so yeah obviously they have experiences um which is i love doing i uh team teaching um i spend yeah, well, the next quarterly release we're planning at the moment with me and uh, Glenn Inglis down in Aurora as well, and hopefully get as much instructors involved in doing the team teachers. So, yeah, I'm very passionate about doing that and spreading the love and, and creating a member's experience. That's what it still is for me. Um, plus, you know, whatever it was, 2002. So, yeah, the journey's been uh, a great one. So, <clears throat> When are you planning those releases for Aurora? Do you know what date? In April or I don't know, maybe before is it after Easter? I have no idea. <laughs> Glenn's in charge of the dates and you're in charge of shoulder rolls. <laughs> I hope so. Ah uh, well shoulder rolls, yeah. <laughs> give, give us a, a shout with them because I'm I'm home for a bit in April. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's so it would be great just uh, to do something uh yeah, to do something big, you know. If I could make a way appearance in there. Um, how are you getting on with Blaze? Are you still doing Blaze? At uh, st yeah, I still teach Blaze uh, early Monday morning, yeah. Um, I enjoy doing that as a non-Les Mills mm -hmm. program. Yeah. Last year, December, last year, December, mm, yeah, 18. Um, yeah, and I, I did I said I taught a lot of it throughout the year and i just currently teach that once a week um which is great so it's again you know you're giving the workouts the, the day before the workout changes every day 
Uh, and it's great to do because you don't have to think choreography, choreography all the time. It's like, it is like PT, it's a group, you know, hit training. So range is different, everything is different about it. So I like doing it. Mixed yeah, martial for, arts. From that, from that different point of view, you know, from an instructor's point of view, you're obviously, when you're going in to teach, say, your Les Mills pump or combat class, or you're going in to teach your blaze, what are the key differences in your head? Um, well, it's, it's just switching off that, you know, you're programmed to the choreography, the scripting. It's more about just obviously having fun, but getting people um, into that workout zone and using the my zone benefit of mm -hmm. what is on the screen. Um, yeah, you obviously think you ran it late, maybe that last first time I was going to try and get you hooked up. You surprised <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. There were some combat moves and that that uh, that bag. I remember you doing descending elbows, and that was great fun. Love love having you in that class. <laughs> yeah, I turned up to do my, my first blaze class. I, I knew nothing about the workout because it no, just hadn't no. crossed my path. Then yeah. I remember doing it, and what was instant for me, and I think I think David Lloyd's have done this so well with their blaze studio is as soon as you walked into the room, like oh, yeah. it was it was that experience feel. Whereas yeah. if you had to walk downstairs into their group exercise studio, it's not the same feeling. You walk into the no. group exercise studio, there's daylight coming in. You know, you can, it's a very, very light room. There's mirrors in the room. There's balance bars in the room. Um, yeah, you can, whereas, you can adjust the blinds, pull your blinds down. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you, and, that, and that's no disrespect to that no, room. Absolutely it's just, it's what they've yeah. done with the blaze room. It, it's, yeah. uh, it's purpose. It studio. You've got, yeah, but Tick Studio's perfect. You know, you've got that's that tension, mu tension music. You've yeah. Got the TV on with, um, obviously, it has the My Zone stuff on it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I love that workout from uh, not it's really good. knowing what it was meant to be doing for most of it. But, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it's good fun. It's uh, unlike the, well, the, the Les Mills, the quarterly sort of the, the workshops. I think it's every six months we get an update. Um, like a training day for us, so I have to... Yeah have my ass handed to me, I think. That's what I like to say, because that's what it is. Usually we turn up and we're doing flipping uh, dead mills or hills, I don't know, sprints. And we, we get to train as well. So it's been a long time since I put myself in that situation with the Blaze workout. So I'm looking forward to that. Do you know if, do you know if Belfast are getting battle box? No idea. I think if there's something on the plans. I saw uh, an email from David Lloyd's. Uh, something big is coming. So yeah, I, I like to look at that. It'll probably be BattleBox. Uh, anyone listening to this, if David Lloyd's Belfast by the middle of March when this podcast goes out has not got BattleBox, uh, please blame Jen. <laughs> not Alan Turtle or Ricky Long. <laughs> uh, but BattleBox is their, their new program. Maybe Cara, Cara, Cara as well. Put him in there. Oh, we'll blame her, yeah. So, <laughs> so BattleBox is their new program. Um, I don't yeah. know too much about it other than... Um, I'm going to one of the, the Glasgow clubs to do oh, yeah. like a trial day of it. Um, I yeah, think yeah. they just need bodies to train for train people. And I was like, oh, yeah. right, I'll go up. I want to find out what this workout is. It um, looks good. looks good, yeah. Is it outdoors? It looks outdoors. Yeah. It Scot looks, there's a, like, yeah, something like a rope climbs and all so on it, yeah. Scotland's cold. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to be doing too much outdoor stuff in Scotland. <laughs> It's hardly, hardly going to be any different here, man. 
<laughs> Listen, on the mainland in Northern Ireland, it is tropical weather. It is fantastic. Uh, it's, well, it's certainly not that outside today. It's mm. raining and it's sunny, so there you go. Brilliant. <laughs> um, so kind of back to you mm-hmm. and, and your fitness business. Um, so right now you're balancing your time between 16 classes and PT, am yeah. I right? What's up, man? Uh, sorry, just a crap connection. Yeah. Um, you balance your time between your 16 classes and yeah. personal training? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah and it's um, out of Aurora you do your PT? I do, yeah. yeah. Out of Aurora, um, had the opportunity uh, on Saturday, whenever it belonged, fitness closed. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the members migrated to there. So the students um, and I was going to be there um, which offered more classes there, um, which is great. Um, I did take a, a lot more classes on in terms of more hit training, sprint being one, um, and it really affected my my health and my voice, uh, mm. which which I needed to have a sort of a check in there because um, it's not very good, obviously, teaching with no voice. And when you have to go in and get it checked out with your throat, it's like, nah, you know what, this isn't worth it. So... I just pulled back on the teaching um, from whatever it was, over 20 classes to 16, which is more manageable. Mm-hmm. I could do less. You know, um, I'm going to start thinking about pulling back a bit more on some of the classes <clears throat> um, and just maintaining that I've, you know, I've still got the passion for it, um, but I would like certainly more PT based. That's where I'm looking at with the yeah. business. So, good. Um, so just, you said about your voice sir what was going on with your voice what changes have you you had to make to now um well, that was not last year but year before i yeah just it, it basically just lose your voice it's it's i think it's called vocal paralysis yeah mm-hmm. where you actually you can still talk but there's no noise at all coming from it you can't even increase any volume at all from it it's not sore mm-hmm. um so i went and got checked out and they that we scoped down the throat and they said, right, well, we saw something there. We would like you just to go in for a wee biopsy. So we day procedure. So um, everything came back all clear. They just said, right, you need to go and do some voice therapy. <laughs> I was like, right, okay. Let's see how this goes. I never actually attended because I just pulled back on my teaching and I just uh, it's, I stopped doing a lot of the classes. I went, okay, I'm okay mm-hmm. now. It's manageable. I don't ruin my voice at the end of the week and, you know, Sunday where I take a day off I can uh, do obviously a lot less talking to the children and my, my wife I well yeah I can I, so I yeah I like to do that you know there's I don't have to put any stress in my my vocal cords as such whenever I'm teaching but yeah doing like, looking over the last um 16, 20, 18 years um, of advanced training. It's certainly helped me doing advanced training to help project and, and um, experience and give experiences on how I teach. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before, when I first started, it was just like, how do I use my voice here? This is shit. It's yeah. just bad. So, yeah, I've learned a lot. I, I think th- this is why I love you. This is why so many people love you as an instructor is because no no i mean this is you know 16 17 years later you were still turning up 
to do quarterly workshops and upskills and aims and you'll go and do things outside of Les Mills land and you'll go and do, you know, like circuits and um, blaze training and group cycling training, whatever it might look like. You, you're always willing to learn something new. And even now you're saying in the last year, you've had to learn how to handle your voice and new techniques. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, I think that's a really, really powerful attribute to have because we're all very guilty of, I've done this course I know it all. I don't need to know anything else about that. But you've continued to, to grow and upskill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's was that 2013 was the first. Yeah, that was my, yeah, you were there with uh, with Dave Kyle, um, my body pump advanced yeah, yeah. instructor module. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, and I gained a lot from that. And from there, then it was AM2 for body pump. I think that's when it was really clicked. Okay how I can uh, enhance my coaching skills and teaching and my especially my vocal yeah how I taught was like 2014 and yeah you had a big part in that um, because that was a bit of a a tough time in my own personal life with the my business closing then mm-hmm. um, yeah and, and yeah I certainly you know I would put you there to say that you helped me from where I was then yeah. so I thank you for that. Uh, nice wee bromance going on here. Mm, well, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's for those that are maybe not aware, it's Alan and I both uh, were owners, co-owners of our own gyms and studios, um, which are now, for one reason or another, sadly not in existence anymore. Um, so we, we've been through the... Uh, we, I was going to say, we've been through the mill of it, of mm. all the... Like, we, we have been that guy... <clears throat> and girls who do everything in the club, everything from delivering the yeah. service, teaching classes, signing members, dealing with levers, dealing with problems, making sure, oh, making sure the car park lights are on. That used to distract me to make sure the car park lights are on that stupid little digital box. Remember that? Melt my head. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, then you... Clean the shards, clean the yeah. toilets. Uh, oh, it was awful. Then, <laughs> that's why we loved our Friday morning class so much when we just got to get up on the stage and piss around like kids. Just, just, yeah, I just that's yeah, and I still, I still to this day, you know, when I turn up to teach and it's like you know, some people will like it, some people will not. Uh, I just hope I'm delivering on everything, and I, I just, I just like to have a laugh whenever I'm teaching. Mm. And hopefully it does come across, you know, because, well, the people keep on coming back to my classes and I still enjoy it. So I have fun. They have fun. As, as long as you're still laughing. <clears throat> that's, that's <it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I, had a, I had a good one right now just because of where I am and, you know, my cycle of teaching. Um, it's only mm-hmm. this week I've started to learn the new releases so yes. I, I don't mind admitting this to people when I'm doing remixes, I teach between like body pump 80 and body pump 95. That's, that's where I go to. And every time I'm teaching, yes, I'm 100% present with the people in front of me, but I'm not really hundred percent present. I'm like 99% present because there's always that moment where I will remember something of either class fitness or belong fitness. Mm-hmm. Like you always get yeah, a flashback yeah. to when your station was yeah. teaching I was doing grit 12. Was it grit 12? 
Yeah, I think it was Grit 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell you, I could tell you the moves, but it would bore people. And I just got this mental flashback of me and Tony and Kirsty teaching it in class fitness on mm-hmm. uh, one of the launch days. And it's just, it's so bizarre how that, it doesn't happen with any other club. Like, it's only, you know, class fitness or belong fitness. I don't remember stuff really vividly as well as that, as you know, like fitness first or yeah. like fitness is one I thought in there. Um, so there's always. That's it. There was, yeah, yeah. You you started teaching for us when was it? Class fitness. Well, I think I started. Year, it? I think I started with class fitness. I remember. I think it was when grit was on the beat. Yeah, so, so two thousand twelve, thirteen. Yeah, because you put me and Tony and Amanda or and we Rachel, four of us, three our first grit workout and yeah, well, we I remember. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just were like, oh, deep down, I was like, oh, I'm going to love this. This is my type of uh, workout and training. This is, is what I want. And yeah, so that was that was a good start. I actually did taught grit strength two yesterday. Yes, the yeah. best one. The best one. For those that haven't done grit strength two, you must come to one uh, class of minor Allen's grit strength two. It's like a 23-minute body pump class. And it's mm. just compressed into this 23-minute period. And you come out and you can't breathe. Your arms are the size of a rugby player's legs. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it was just the funniest experience. And I was explaining to the, the workout and we're like, oh. so I just put my back weight on. He's me. I'm telling you now, hey, put <laughs> the heaviest weight on your bar. Like double your body pump squat weight. Like, what am I doing with that? Like you're just doing 16 reps of squats. And you're like, that's it. And then you obviously just go, yeah, but you're doing this and this and this as well as that. But the good news is you're taking that off to do your back weight, but you're going to use the back weight for your bicep curls. Yes. (laughs) But there's only 16. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a couple couple of guys in the, the class and, and a lot more girls, so there were there was a lot of there was a lot of pain yesterday. It was great. Ah, good, good. It's good fun. It's good memory. So that's that's what I love looking back to whenever I teach. Just just like you and you're saying about that, and it's like just the memories that um, the music is and the workout and some of the members that obviously still uh, come to my classes from whatever 2008 longer than that mm-hmm. are still. Which is great. Yeah, why I keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you say, if you could put your finger on it, what would you say keeps you in the fitness industry? Like, what, what is it you love? What does it give to you? Uh, well, in the classes, it's certainly when I push and help people, I just love watching people, obviously, that, that change and pushing their bodies and um, yeah, becoming better um, at what they're currently doing. Uh, on my personal training side of things, uh, I love coaching people getting better and seeing them stronger. So mm-hmm. all aspects of that, the, the classes, you know, I just really enjoy that interaction with them. Bit of crack on some of them as well. Um, you know, rather than just stand up there teaching and that robot sort of like I'm just doing this. You know, because I've been guilty of it as well. Where not being present, where it's been a lot of years ago going. Uh, yeah, guilty of it probably in class fitness, you no know, teaching because it's you're there or was there for six six years and mm-hmm. 
some part of it was like, right, I need to do this just for the business and I'm there. Um, yeah. And then some parts was like, add new energy, burn yourself out, which I've experienced before. So I'm in a good place now to teach. Yeah, good. Um, not getting any older, younger either. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I certainly know how to look after my body. And I like, I do, you know, two days a week training myself. Oh, okay. um, we're focused on the big lifts um, I, and I've, you know, been, uh, yeah, started lifting weights at 14. Um, so I, I've enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I can pass that on to my son whenever he comes up at that age as well. So, yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at with my teaching to see people just really, you know, if they've had a bad day or if they're having a bad morning. Um, leaving the, 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 the class and maybe coming over and thanking me or saying something just yeah that's what it's about I'll put you on the spot here you don't have to name mm. names you can if you want is there anyone still mm. coming to your classes in Aurora who was there at the start of like class fitness or even before yeah there is um, even before where is I so so whenever I taught LA Fitness, um, actually, yeah, you know, LA Fitness, when I left Arena, um, then I started working more in LA Fitness, um, the private club, private sector was doing personal training there, and we, Graham McMinn, young Graham. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Graham was a receptionist there, and then he did his fitness qualifications, so again, we used to team teach, and Graham did RPM module, body pump module, body combat module, um, back in back then um so green would still come to my classes so he would take part in rpms and pumps and grits and yeah so that's just nice that's one um wendy angus we carry reed yeah they're, they were in what did i mean carry carry would have been in brief robinson center yeah yeah so yes they're still yeah, they're still, they're still, that's, what, that's like, I love, you know, when they come in and they're like, yeah, you know, I get them the nod and, you know, acknowledge that they're, you know, being present as well, but obviously everybody else in the room and making sure that, you know, that that, that bit of eye contact with somebody or the, the cheeky wink or just something, you know, that to let people know, you know, it's okay. Or I share a little bit of, um, uh, about me, maybe like, like pre-children. I sort of just would have rocked up and would have went, ah, you know, what's wrong with just getting yourself ready and being early for a class? And I'll tell you a true story. Um, this is very funny. I thought it was funny. So I was doing body pump and I think there was a couple of people, like it was really, really busy in the world one morning. Uh, somebody had set up like right in front of me and went, okay, this is really awkward, but I'll just go with the flow. It was her mate set herself, her friend's face up. And I went, okay, is she coming in? Because it's about to start. I don't mind, like one minute, whatever. She says, Yeah, she's due, due to come in. No problem. It's me. She coming in for the class. But I think so. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's going to be really awkward stuff. So I was explaining what happened to me. <laughs> this is so bad. So Brooke uh, said, Daddy, I have no skirt for school. And I went, You do. It's out in the line. So I went out the line and it was a bit damp. I'm like, I'll tell you what I'll do. We'll go upstairs. I'll put this skirt in the microwave. To try it out. In the microwave? Yeah. Yeah. I I have not heard of this, so we're in due territory here. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is good. Uh, so I, I put the skirt in the microwave for one minute. Just for one minute, that should be okay. <laughs> is there not like metal on it? I didn't think there was. Uh, <laughs> so I, anyway, I come to <laughs> uh, run up the stairs, got her ready, uh, come back down the stairs and this, the, uh, I, did, I had to tell Debbie, I think, later on, because the house was, was smoke everywhere, man, honestly. <laughs> so, the house, it just opened the kitchen door and the smoke was built and everyone in the microwave. It was like, what have I done? Uh, and it was the only skirt that you had. And so the, I just looked at the skirt and there's a big hole where the buckle had melted. And the, <laughs> it's me. She's just like, I can't wear that. It's me. Of course you can't. I'll get you. <laughs> okay. Just... Just don't tell mum today. As uh, if you don't know, well, uh, you, you do know it. My wife's a teacher there, um, so I just said, Rick, just don't tell mum what happened. Uh, I'll get you a new skirt today. But I was sharing this story with the members, and I said, listen, has, ev has anybody in this room ever done this? You know, give or take that most of them were all mums in that room. Uh -huh. I was like, see if not one person has not done this yet. And they're like, no, never done it. I mean, that's 30 people. I've never done this. I don't believe that. And you know what? One woman come up at the end class says, you know what? I did that for my son's trousers and I burnt the whole arse of the son's trousers. I didn't go to school and I went, brilliant. <laughs> I just thought, I'm just going to do this, put this in the microwave. So that was great. But that woman that came in late, she, um, yeah, she came in late and I was in the middle of my story. I was telling the story just briefly. I was like waiting for her almost and uh, she came in, the hair and all was all looking really well. It's me, have you been to the hairdressers before body pump? This is like a half an hour. She says, yeah, I just went and got my hair blow dried. Why not? Just casually just strolled in with a hair blow dried. Now, I tell you the morning that I've just had. <laughs> nearly set my house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it, was just, it was just a moment. I was like, this is just brilliant. This is... This is a, if you can't share that with 30 people um, and just uh, yeah, share a bit about your life. Um, uh, so anyway. Well, listen, you you've just shared that with thousands of people who are going to listen to this ah, podcast. <laughs> I want to know if somebody else has done it, but that's, that's a big, maybe it's just dads. I don't know. Maybe mums are a bit wiser, but yeah, it's probably just dads. It's gone. I can do this shit. Sorry. <laughs> Today's question, folks, is have you ever put an item of clothing like a school skirt in the microwave? And if you haven't, please don't <laughs> do it. If don't you have, you. let's compare stories. <laughs> yeah, that's it wasn't even like uh it was just like, well, I need a skirt dried here. Um I just did just did this just let's just go for the go for the worst here. We'll be all right. So <sighs> brilliant. Fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant. When was this? Was this recent? Uh, yeah, this was, <laughs> this, this was, I think, December, sorry, last year, yeah, December last year. <laughs> no, I had about, I had about five minutes to get dressed, like, she's a nightmare sometimes, getting dressed in the morning. Oh, so it's her fault. <laughs> of course it is. No <laughs> she's only seven, of course it is. Oh. Uh, my face, my face is actually sore from laughing here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, we'll, we'll come back on. We'll come back on track. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Fitness industry. Um, yeah. I always ask people this: What would your frustrations and solutions of the industry be? Does anything spring to mind? 
um, with the global gyms, the big, bigger gyms. Um, obviously, from being uh, as an, an employee, uh, that part of it, I think it's some of it's really, really bad. Some of it's good. Each company has their own guidelines and the rules to have fly by, but um, working certainly back then for a big global gym, um, I just thought all parts of it were wrong. The cleaning, the continuous cleaning and not being an instructor on the gym and helping people, what mm-hmm. you have that portrayal to do. You know, you, you look at think and go, I want to be an instructor because I want to help people. And suddenly you're, right, you've got to do this amount of cleaning um, and this amount of selling products. Yeah. It's just like, what on earth am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Um, that still, it's time. It's not going to change. You know, working in a road, I see the guys are really, really good instructors. They want to help people, but they're tied to cleaning this, cleaning that. And it's a massive gym. And it's, mm-hmm. it's sad to see. And that's not going to change. I don't think it's going to change. Even if they employ cleaners, there's always some shit that needs done. Um, yeah, sadly, <clears throat> I, mean, I, I would agree to a point. Um, I think it's really, really healthy to start in any industry at the bottom um, mm-hmm. and work your way up. So I always use the example of you know a footballer, whereas footballers, you know, back in the nineties, you know, they had to play maybe a hundred games before they stopped cleaning everybody else's boots. Yeah, yeah. That's um, right. Whereas now in 2020, they don't clean their boots because they all just get new boots every single match. Yeah. You know, you know, it's 16 year olds, I guess. And it, it's yeah. kind of it's the same in the fitness industry as I think everybody should start. You know, you've you've got to learn the ropes of the gym. You've got to you've got to do Absolutely. the sh- you've got to do the shit shit shifts. You've got to do the 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. starts, the 10 p.m. Yeah. finishes. You've got to clean the gym. You've got to understand. You've got to learn how to. Um, like refill, you know, the shower gels. Like yeah. I, I used to hit that in the blue roll. Like I absolutely despise that. <laughs> the, funny that the hotel I was in yesterday, I was just like, okay, something's happened to the pool. I get that. <laughs> LA Fitness had a pool. People, residents always used to do it. Somebody shits in the pool. Who's left to blame? The gym staff or the receptions. But, you know, you do your job, you get it done get all the pool tests done, get it ready, whatever. So I was in using the showers and there was no shower gel in any <laughs> single shower. I had actually lift the whole thing off and tip it upside down. Use the shower. I was like, come on, these are basics. Like, yeah. You start filling up water, shower, try and get it. some sort of soap. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit petty. I'm not going to go to the reception and say, here, by the way, mate, sorry about your pool, but there's no shower gel there. It's like, fuck, that's the last thing he needs to think about. Uh, they're having a bad enough day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. A lot of that, you know, it's not going to change. I don't think it's, you know, this day it should it should happen, but I don't think it's going to change. I think it's up to the the fitness instructor to well, th- two things. I think it's yeah. up to the fitness instructor is once they're in, they need to understand if they want to stop cleaning and they if they want to work more in fitness with people yeah. they, they need to evolve they need to become the pt the boot camp that's right. classes yeah. Um, yeah and at the same time i think gyms need to do more when they're employing to let people know you know by the way your job's called a fitness instructor but three yeah. hours of your shift is going to be spent cleaning that's right that's it that's that is it i mean i think and they'll get disillusioned and 
uh, you sort of they suddenly go maybe this is not the career I want. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and I've like over the last few years, even prior to that, um, uh, you know, helping people, mentoring inst- uh, people to become instructors. Uh, yeah, and seeing them grow and them following the career and doing group fitness. Um, maybe when they're stepping away from it, they're doing more PT, which is great. And they're still some of them are still in it, some of them aren't. Um, which is great to see, but you know, losing track of like, right, well, I've gone in here to do clean. I know how to clean. I know how to do this. You know, suddenly they look at their rota and they've got maybe six one-to-ones a day and they're having a break of 20 minutes between six hours. It's like, well, that's life. Get on with yeah, it. You know, yeah. if you're a PT, if you're a PT and you're on the floor doing one-to-ones, that's it. You know, that's my, my, you know, Monday to Friday is I get up at five every Monday to Friday and i be in the gym for six and do PTs for six hours, say. Mm. So in between classes and it's, you know, I think they look at PTs and sometimes other PTs who've never taught group fitness. So looking at that side of things, they always think that group fitness thing isn't for me. I'm just going to slow going here and do all the PTs. But for me, as a businessman now with the PTs, the, the, my class members, <clears throat> You know, a lot of them are my my PT clients, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, yes, starting from the bottom, working your way up. We've done. You, you've been in the same position as me. You know, from working yeah. two jobs, doing all the work, and working into a bit of management in LA Fitness, um, and seeing all different sides of it, and making sure everything's done right, and the cleaning and the interviewing for good instructors. Um, yeah, it's it's nuts. It's just nuts. It's a whirlwind, but. Uh, from that seeing all sides of that it's not like just getting the basics right i think is is important um as cleaning the treadmill so uh, yeah. i remember my interview for a full-time position in breathe now i didn't get it i was part-time casual okay. uh, yeah. my interview this dickhead he was english i really didn't like him um i'd set an his face he was so up himself it was unreal i won't say his name but he asked the question in the interview um, why, why is a cl- why is a cleaning rota and a clean gym important to you, or something in that effect? Mm-hmm. And I remember just thinking, well, I, I think I tried to give a smart answer. Yeah, but yeah. I do remember yeah. at the time thinking, I don't, I don't care, I don't care about cleaning. Like, yes, the gym needs to be clean for obvious reasons, but it's not why I'm here. No, I know, but but. The fact that that was one of their interview questions shows kind of what they were actually looking for. They weren't looking for a fitness instructor. They were looking for a cleaner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're just looking for a glorified cleaner. Um, yeah. I actually, uh, funny, I bumped into a guy, which is really good uh, to see where, where he is at. Um, I saw him and he worked in a leisure center. So not the one where I work currently, um, a different one. Um, and he's just, he's a lovely, lovely guy. Just like, just started chatting to him, I think, whenever I was using the pool with the kids. And then I saw him train in, in Aurora. Um, and uh, like, I started following him. And he has his own business. He's like more of a sports uh, therapist. And yeah, he fixes people really as well. So, um, and he was telling me his journey through working for the Leicester Centre. 
uh, he, so he was doing all these, not fancy programs, but really going out of his way to help people. Mm-hmm. So they decided to give him all the, when they saw what was happening with him, they put him on all these shit shifts. So he was basically standing at the pool, poolside, just like going, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't want to be, why I want to be in the gym helping servicing members and helping them. And uh, he, he was just like, I, I, I don't want to be here now. This is, this is not helping me. And the last time, the last time I saw him was actually when I was in school collecting the kids and he walked up through the school. So he, on the sideline, has been doing his uh, teaching uh, qualification. So he is now a qualified teacher. Um, and he loves it. He's, he's a great teacher. The kids love him. He was in my wife's school, uh, subbing. So, so he's, he, he still does the sports therapist and stuff, but he was certainly disillusioned by helping people. And, you know, just seeing that, so it's like, you know what, I don't want to clean all the time. This is, this is shit. This, I don't, I've had enough of that, which is sad to see. Um, yeah, I certainly had my fill with it. You know, it was just like, nah, even whenever, you know, I finished class fitness and had to go and sign on the door. That was a shit time in my life. Um, mm-hmm. That was a really, really bad time, but I knew good things would come. You know, I would go up, put myself out there and go and do teaching and see what would happen um, just to get back on the teaching scene. And yeah, to work my way off teaching classes <clears throat> again. But then it has the upper effect where you teach so much where you burn yourself out. So yeah, so now, as I said before, I'm a more balanced where I'm at with PT and teaching as well, so which is good. I'm curious, just because you kind of touched on it there when um, you left class fitness and you were trying to get other classes. Yeah. Um, how, how did you find that? Like, was there a lot of classes to get? What reception did no, you get? There was, there was, there was nothing to get. It was okay. like because there was there was nothing. You know, everybody, uh, and I was I was not like, well, if I could rock up to this gym, you know, that have taught in. Well, so six years from 2008 to uh, yeah, 2014 there, I was obviously stuck in class fitness. I wasn't going out elsewhere in teaching. So I was out of that scene of freelancing. Mm-hmm. So to rock in somewhere like, uh, yeah, Aurora, the studio timetable is already there. I can't rock in and go here, give us a class, mate. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. They got, nobody's going to just at a drop of a hat go, yeah, there's, there's 10 classes for you to help you on your way, mate. Mm-hmm. So sadly, uh, I had to go and do the sign on thing um, for the first time in my, in my life. And it was, I, I only did it once. I was like, no, fuck that. That's just, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is, you know, I left school. Uh, I knew I was going to join the army. Um, sadly, I only did six years in the army. And I, I seen myself as a career soldier. I was going to do 22 years. That's what I wanted to be. And um, yeah, but it just sort of got cut short by, different reasons and yeah um so that's where that's where it was at so mm-hmm. uh scraped scraped the barrel and got through it and got the teaching got into teaching more and i said that was sort of yeah so 2014 that's whenever so i didn't have very much but i was willing to go out of my way to do a weekend yeah that's advanced instructor module mm-hmm. um in dublin so you know i went drove all the way down I actually remember, I think I borrowed your sat man. I did. And I, I actually still got lost. I was so shit traveling by myself. <laughs> so shit. 
So I was actually still am shit traveling by myself. Should learn a wee bit more. You should just let Debbie just sort that out. Go out <laughs> just, just, sort it. just don't get me lost. But yeah, yeah, that's so, you know, that 2000 trying to, you know, just to get better. And I was like, right, you know, I purposely want to teach with purpose. Now I want to go into these places and really do something better than where I was for six years, you know? So, yeah. Uh, no, the, the reason why I ask is when I left Belong, so a, a lot of listeners will know this, a lot of people won't. When I left Belong, um, that's not when the business closed. It it continued yeah. for, I want to say 18 months. It could have been longer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me wrong. yeah. Um, but like, I couldn't get classes anywhere. Nobody would no. give me a class. No. And people wanted to give me a class, like studio managers. Yeah, yeah. Wanted yeah. to give me classes, but they weren't able to because they're the maybe the owner or the manager of the gym. Um, yeah. Weren't for it. Um, so I just no. wondered, did you get any of that kind of, I don't know if it's prejudice, if that's the right word, just because I was the gym owner and now mm-hmm. I'm the guy looking classes. So I did get a little bit of that. Yeah, that's, I, I did certainly. I got that from it. Um, even like went to approach, say, leisure centers and said, right, well, you know, I'll go in and teach freestyle stuff for you. Although it was all lesbian based, but you know, I could put anything together and do a hit base class or a spinning class for them. So yeah. I did a couple of that and it just, you know, they were just sort of stuck in their ways. Like, or this is what we do. If you don't like it, then ship out really. So, uh-huh. okay. You know, I'm happy enough with that. Um, yeah, so I just remember going around and leaving the CV out to everywhere. I actually looked at working for, uh, yeah, big clubs and, you know, going in as a PT and going through their journey and such. You know, you know the clubs. Um, <laughs> I was like, actually, it doesn't sound, you know, working for maybe 60 hours, say, for not very much. I was like, you know what, that's not going to mm. work for me. I'll just bide my time here and see how I get on. And obviously, you know, yeah, be long fitness open again. You know, I had a great opportunity with you guys and teaching, and you know, the the PT came about. So, yeah, PT. Whenever I was in LA Fitness, I was doing PT on top of my shifts mm-hmm. when I was there. So I was doing maybe eight hours plus PT on top of it. That's the way they only worked, which is again another shit model because mm-hmm. yeah, suddenly you're up to twelve hours a day. You're like, this isn't what I want, but. I suppose then I was a bit, uh, I sort of, I, I had that feeling of I'm invincible. It's just stupid because training, teaching, doing 12 hours, burning the cannibal fence, something I had to give. And sadly it did when I was, what was that? 2004, I reached the stage of complete burnout. Mm. Complete another burnout. Um, I was on the plane to go to Ayanapa with Debbie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I was like we've done the beat there we're going to Ayanapa and every joint in my body seized up uh, I was in the most pain and I've been through a lot of pain but that pain was like I actually can't withstand this anymore Debs. this is I'm actually going to be crying in a second if I don't get off this plane so knees ankles hips everything was in so much pain I, I couldn't even walk when I get off the plane so sadly we just buy their time when we were there and I but I was walking around like a 90 year old man like shuffling I had that I had that it was fucking none of that shit there was no dancing <laughs> love at all. 
uh, and I come back and I went to the Ulster Hospital. They ran a lot of tests, blood tests. Um, they, I was in for about a week after that. So still very young as well. I was like, what the heck have I, what have I done with my body? You know, I'm fit and, you know, uh, uh, I smoked a lot then as well. Stupidly. Oh, there's, I, there's something that I didn't know. I did not know that. Did you not know that? No, no so I didn't know that. So I actually stopped. So I, I would probably say I smoked since I, since I was maybe when I saw my sister, older sister, probably my older brother smoking. So very early on, maybe probably smoked something at 12, maybe. Stupid thing, like early on, first year. It's Northern Ireland, so what happens? Yeah. Uh, so I continued to smoke and throughout my career in the army, didn't bother me. Like, I, I ran every day. I was like Forrest Gump every day. Ran every day of the week mm-hmm. and had no problem. So going into the industry and I continued to smoke. I smoked a lot less. Um, I actually stopped. I think it was a week before my... I can hear Debbie shout, you're not 35? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Coming 42, right? So it was a week before my 30th. So it was still running fast fitness then. I was still very early on. So I just a week before my 30th, just went, actually, I just need to give up smoking. Because oh, wow. I was going, I was going around the side of the building before an RPM class for fig, and then <laughs> jumping on the bike and then jump back out again for fig. And it was just that mentality. That's what it was. Whenever I did any big endurance-based sports. Um, some of the guys that, that, that I've saw in Aurora are ex-colleagues of mine. They're like, man, it's good to see you're still doing this. And, you know, they used to be fucking rage at me because we were running together. We were competing and I smoked before start line and I just lit up a fag afterwards and I thought, I feel amazing. Like, I had no problems at all. I'm, I'm glad now I don't. Uh, it's like a pre and post-workout? Absolutely. Like, pre too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the Ricky Long podcast is not sponsored by any cigarette company and we do not contone such behavior. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's that's where it was. But I, uh, I so I was looking back at that going, it couldn't have been cigarettes or smoking. So I'd reached a complete burnout stage when I was in the hospital and they were like, We don't know, but it's not looking good for you in terms of where your health is. Uh, okay, this is this is rubbish. So I could hardly breathe. I had what's called sarcoidosis, if there's any medical practitioners out there. Um, it affects your lymph nodes in your lungs. So immune system, uh, circul- you know, circulatory system, everything what is it, was it would be at the lowest level because I burnt myself out. Okay. And wow. I had, I was a bed rest for six months nearly. Wow. So I couldn't, I couldn't even climb about four stairs without being out of breath. Wow. And I was, I was probably the, I would say the, the fittest that I thought I was mm-hmm. when I was going through that stage, like prior to that, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was teaching and teaching a lot of classes and, and training as well on top of it. And I thought I was, okay, I feel, feel really good and I feel that stupid invincibility. Like I'll not, I'll switch off tomorrow. I'll take a break sometime. And sadly something had to give. So the body just decided, no, now is the time you're going to actually rest. So I had a different outlook when I 
come back, I actually started teaching uh, it would have been more of a yoga based class, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would be the LA Fitness's version of Body Balance now. Okay. Which had seen, and I actually loved doing that. Um, I got myself back into that. So I just looked at the training, looked at the, the volume of classes I was doing and the workload and assessed it from there. So, yeah, so it's been up and down for the last 2002. So, yeah. So there, there's two stages of my career where I've been forced to rest mm-hmm. uh, from health and then obviously from the business closing to build myself back up again. So, yeah, I would say if it's quite a humbling moment of some of them. Yeah, certainly being at ill health and wanting to do the job that I loved so much and getting back into it was a good thing. So not, I don't think a lot of people knew about that, but there you go. I, I don't mm. know about that, mate. Obviously, yeah. like the, the, the class fitness because I know you personally. Um, what I, I was kind of I was tentative whether or not I was going to ask you this because I know, I know my answer to this is like, would, would you do it again? Would you be a gym owner again? Uh, no. Why is that? Well, I think if, in terms of investment-wise, you know, and like the, the the business itself, the class fitness, it was very naive. Um, naive in terms of like costs, everything. Mm-hmm. Like the cost of that premises was just colossal for us. Um, prior to kids, now it's like, well, I wouldn't do it now, you know, with family and different things. Um, yeah, probably in a maybe in a different scale, um, off where it was, but there we go. I wouldn't do it now, not for mm. you know, I think mentally and physically, you just I wouldn't have that, that time or energy to do it again. Okay. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I'd, I'd be the same, I'm grateful for the experience and the learning curve for everything, yeah. you know. from setting it up from dealing with members from um having that experience and knowing all all the all the shit parts of it um i've i've dipped my toe a couple of times in the last kind of two years so i've been approached by people you know talking about yes opening gyms um don't, yeah. don't know if you know this so like I'll, I'll just tell like, nobody listens to the podcast anyway so like i was actually <laughs> it was another gym looking at belong fitness and they, uh, you did say you did say something for that. Yeah. yeah that, so once mm-hmm. Belong closed, they phoned right. me, flew me over from Scotland, and we were actually in the building. So there was right. me in the buildings. The Belong decals were still up on the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking hell! What am I doing here? Um. So, I remember, but my attitude is very much now. If it's if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no, mm. and. As as you just said, the financials, the figures, it's just it's so so difficult to make it work. Yeah, yeah, it's you know when prior to class fitness and being in that working different clubs and you're thinking it's a good life and you know and you've posted about it quite a lot, mate, and uh, it's it's you know it, it comes to light. You're like weighing out things like well, you know that twenty five point of class, can mm. you you know can it be sustainable? You know. 10 years ago, yes, it was my livelihood, you know, going around these clubs and uh, and enjoyed it. You know, I had a real, you know, buzz about it. But then you're like considering, well, like, hey, I'm stressing myself, like getting that class. 
I actually feel really stressed standing up here with a microphone because I've run late. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, you know, just say no. If I'm wanting to cover somebody because um, they've helped me out, I do that, you know, I, I do that a lot. I used to do it a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, where again it affects the voice the health everything else so you know learn to say we've you know take a bit more self-care and that part of it but prior to open class fitness you know I remember somebody saying to us who had uh, an existing studio built up um, working for them they were like don't do it you know just don't do it mm. yeah. yeah so hindsight's all the thing isn't it <laughs> yeah we were already <laughs> we we're already as you would say balls deep in it <laughs> and so <laughs> balls deep branding equipment <laughs> so we were already uh you know deep into the financials and everything was set up so you know we looked at the different premises you know was it great it was like right well banger's great because it's just got everything there but the whole change of setup you know three times that was used as you know prior to um, class fitness and then simply class and then belong yeah. fitness so just yeah there we go but, uh, no that's good yeah. <clears throat> very very honest of you um, I think people will uh, appreciate that and it's certainly one of the reasons why I appreciate you um, because you just continue to evolve and reinvent kind of yourself from all the experiences you've had so I'm curious as to like what's next for Alan Turtle's fitness business? What are, mm. what are, you, what are you looking at? Uh, well, it'd certainly be, you know, went, uh, went on to your, um, the Just just Fit business, um, mm-hmm. which I gained a lot from. And, you know, I think from sort of not being on socials much, not sort of putting myself out there, um, you know, having a voice and going, right, well, this is me. You know, on PT, I do like that one one basis where I, I'm I'm with my client for that that hour and I'm coaching them. I can see them getting better. Um, certainly, online coaching is uh, uh, something that I want to get into and look at more. Into if I want to descale what I'm doing teaching wise yeah. to evolve in my business that side. Um, yeah, I mean, because as much as I love getting up at five o'clock every every you know Monday to Friday, I'd love to have a lie in some morning. Um, <laughs> great but uh yeah that i want to tap into that more um yeah. we've got a couple of things that i'm going to do this year um yeah i'm not going to say anything about but i want to i want to do it just to see where i'm at um one is going to be i'm going to start to learn to swim and get better at swimming yes mm-hmm. oh yeah. we can team teach and then we can team swim you're way better than swimming me. I just actually practiced not till this morning. But I'm really shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad. Uh, yeah, I want to put myself out there with, with something different rather than, you know, other challenges. You know, I, I love seeing people challenge themselves with outdoor activities and, you know, going into the water. I'm like, yeah, I, I could do it. I would like to do it, but that's not really what I want. I want something different. Mm. So yeah, it's something that I want to do. It's in the back of my mind. I'm going to do. Um, that's which will, yeah, make me proud as well as the kids and family. Mm. So yeah, well, you, you, 
you can tell me once we stop recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. Um, but, you know, and my own personal, like, mobility and, you know, getting better at mobility and learning, um, going on different courses um, to, to get better knowledge of helping clients, you know, with injuries and, you know, just training the general public, um, but helping them get better you know right why are you doing this you know it's like just in a class you know why am i doing this and coaching yeah. points so yeah i think well sprint is the only one that i've not done a advanced instructor module on so that would probably would be next on the the agenda i think to to look at okay. um yeah because I, I i i love teaching that so i would like to get that done this year if something comes up so a couple of big things this year but more the business side of online and um, and going to yeah the uh, different things to see where I can go into the social media side as well. Mm. Also, yeah. I always tell us the PTs. I, I told I've told you this before. Is um, for any PTs listening, is don't confuse online training for social media because they're two completely different different things. Like online training is your ability to give somebody a program and make sure they adhere to it. And yeah. so social media is just how much you shout about it. That that yeah. that's the only, that is the only difference. So if you're already a PT and you're writing programs for people, so if you've got a live client and you, they see you on a Monday, and you give them a workout to do on Wednesday and Friday, and then they see yeah. you on a Monday, technically that's online training. To me, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Which 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 is what I do now. You know, I send yeah. them to write this is what you do. Yeah, yeah. Do that and. Um, Te- technically online training is you just don't have that live meeting you might have a phone call yeah. you might have emails you might have whatsapp conversations facebook groups yeah, whatever yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. tech on the bare bones of it online training is making someone follow a program which is the exact same as live training the only difference is you're not there yeah yeah so you can do, you can have an all singing all dancing website like yeah yeah and jump 4.2 hashtag plug or you can have you can send a, a WhatsApp message from the notes section of your phone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, yeah. Because it doesn't matter how shiny and dancey the program is. It's do they adhere it? Do they understand it? Can they yeah. do it with their lifestyle? Yeah. And ultimately, do they get results with it? Um, yeah. And then on social media, you just go on there and you just like sit in a coffee shop and take a picture of a coffee cup and say, I'm an online trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying, uh, it's actually. The, the, the girl was very funny. She's like, I'm not sure. She's like, Yeah, yeah, train. What did you work by? She's just curious. She's like, Yeah, I'm an undertaker. She's like, Shit, didn't expect that from her. <laughs> she's an undertaker. I went, She's about 26, maybe 26, 28. Uh, I went, Wow, you're an undertaker. He's my, my brother in law is an undertaker as well. Just I'm actually your brother-in-law's boss. I went, no way. <sighs> but anyway, it's just like, so uh, I says, what about your training? She says, yeah, I do, I do online PT. Oh, okay. She says, um, I was actually going through the airport um, and my, I've never met my PT on face to face, like one-to-one, like just never met him. And this guy just approached me in the airport. Was with my boyfriend and just like sort of said, "Hello, I'm your online PT." She says it was the most bizarre thing because I've never met him. Basically, he was just like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> says I pay him every month, but just never had that one to one. 
you know, I suppose from being like, say, old school PT, you know, training the clients, being there with them on that, you know, giving them my 100% of that one hour. Mm-hmm. Making them, I always want them to make them walk away thinking, right, what have you gained from your session? You know, have you gained the skill? Have you learned everything? Right, one. Okay, so you can do this program as in doing online, um, going in the gym by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have to, that's, you know, looking at that going, but I've, I've, you know, the confidence to do that, that's, I need to do that now. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Get it <laughs> on. And what you said about live, the online, that's exactly why I did jump live two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a lot of online clients for who, you know, I, I know quite well. Um, but I know them from behind my phone or behind my laptop. Yeah. And then we, we brought that live day. So there's nothing to stop some sort of hybrid between online and live. So like, yeah. in theory, you could have a box for your live clients. You could have a box for your online clients and you could have this box kind of in the middle where they can all go to. So that could be like a, a monthly meetup, which could be mm-hmm. training, could be coffee. It could be, you know, we'll all go and watch Ulster play. Um, yeah. Whatever it might be. And it's just, when when a live PT steps outside of the traditional one-to-one model, it just opens up so many avenues of yeah. service and who you can work with and who can work with you. So yeah, let, let's mm-hmm. do it. Let's let's have more calls uh, off the record. Yeah, and uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you 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 know, you're one guy that I've always looked up to in terms of like where you're at now. Um, you know, your business model and yeah, helping people. It's like, it's great. It's so good. So good to see. You well, know, it's, it's... You, you'll remember how, like, I always tell, so for people listening, you'll have heard me say the speech before, Jump 4.2 started from a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. That Facebook group was like the 21 day challenges we did in class yeah, fitness. And the, yeah, and the, yeah. Remember the secret grit groups we had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was my idea That's for right. Jump 4.2. It's how can I mm-hmm. get a group of people in a Facebook group and yes, monetize that, but more so, what does that monetization look like and how am I actually serving them? Because you can't just charge someone mm-hmm. a monthly yeah. fee to be in a it's Facebook just, group and no, not give them anything. No. So it's, and I, yes. never, I never knew how to actually serve them. Um, so yeah. that's how it started. Like, you don't, you don't start off perfect. Nobody starts no, off No, no, no. No, absolutely not. That's, that's it. All right, so just very, very quickly, um, the two questions I always finish with. Uh, books, any good books you've read recently, um, podcasts, audio books that you would recommend for anyone? Uh, I am currently looking through, it's like a Bible at the moment, uh, one of my clients, uh, Karen Hoyle, give her a shout out because she's a great girl, great client, um, bought me for my birthday last year, uh, Brett Contreras, um, catch him at Brett Contreras, he's a glute guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so he has got his glute uh, book out, yeah, the glute lab, he's got a glute lab so you can follow him and everything uh, about that, so just starting a bit more and uh, the benefits of glute training and strength training, hypertrophy. Um, and I'm a big. Now it makes sense why you bought the hex bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, I 
putting money against it as well. Uh, just to, you know, just to clarify that, you know, there's four <laughs> upper PTs that bought that as well. <laughs> oh, you, all own, you all own a section of the hex bar. <laughs> we do own a section. But actually, when you see the hex bar, it's a half hex yeah, bar. It's, yeah, I saw that. I didn't yeah, notice that at first. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, we, I had a laugh the other morning. It's Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday morning, because... Uh, the gym manager will come in and say, like, where's the other half of it? As we <laughs> well, because the PTs had to buy it, we were waiting for you to buy the other half. Oh. Like, it's for, that's never going to happen. So yeah, that's, so that's one book I'm, I'm reading. I'm also reading, um, I've read the Aunt Middleton books. Uh, mm-hmm. from the SAS series so the, the other guys Foxy just reading their their stories um, uh, world's fittest book uh, Ross Edge I love his book just yeah um, your podcast James Smith um, I listen to a variety of different podcasts business minded podcasts and yeah just whenever I like going out for walks sometimes during the day so yeah I like to try and catch up with uh, a lot of your ones and hear the different stories of other instructors from them, the different jobs going into fitness um, as well. So it's really, it's really interesting. It's good insight. Well, where can where can people follow you on social media to find out more? And uh, where would that where would the best place to be? You still there? Yeah, it's still there. It's just it's, yeah, it, so, always, it uh, always was mental this time of the day. So it's three o'clock for yeah. anyone listening. Yeah, so they can uh, DM me it's, uh, on Insta at Alan Fitness and Instagram and Facebook. It's Alan Turtle on Facebook there. Ooh, Perfect. There. Perfect. Ooh. No worries. I will put yeah. them in the in the show notes for people. But Alan, I've absolutely loved having you on and catching up. It's great. It's great fun, mate. Always. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for listening. All the links are in the show notes of this. Please connect. Please send your love. Please send your feedback. And I'll catch you on the next episode. You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.